0: Welcome to today's Amun, a minute. Now, I was reflecting last night as we were saying Kidish Lavana after the conclusion of Tisha B'Av and there's this certain euphoric feeling that sweeps over people at the end of Tisha B'Av, a certain almost level of simcha. After we said Kidish Lavana, we danced Tovim Oro SheBarlo Just a few moments ago it was a day of fasting, a day of mourning, and you feel, you feel we feel it in ourselves, it's almost like a palpable simcha. And yet, we know, interestingly enough, that the morning practices associated with Tisha B'Av, in fact, continue into the 10th of Av until midday, until Chatzos. Because as the Yimar tells us, the Bes HaMikdosh was actually set ablaze at the end of the 9th of Av and burnt into the 10th of Av. But yet, on a personal level, I think many of us experience this type of joy at the end of the fast, day, at the end of Tisha B'Av. So perhaps one could explain it on a very basic level that the fast is over. We're happy that we get to go home, we happy we get to eat. It's been a long day, it's a long fast, it's the middle of the summer, it's hot, it's difficult, it's draining, it's emotionally draining, physically draining. So one could posit that the simcha, the joy that we feel at the conclusion of the fast, is exactly that. It's the conclusion of the fast. But the truth is if we take it a little bit deeper, the Simcha itself is really institutionalized because we know this upcoming Shabbos is called Shabbos Nachamu, the Shabbos of Consolation. And of course, the name of the Shabbos is gleaned from the opening words of Torah, where the Navi says, Nachamu Nachamu Ami, be consoled, be consoled, my people. And the obvious question is, what's the consolation? Where is the consolation? What changed? It's the same question, the same way I asked myself last night, Why is it that I feel so besimcha? Why do I feel so happy by myriv? Why do I feel so happy by Kiddush Levonah? Why is that when I walked into my house last night for the breakfast that I felt really joyous? Same question. So why is this Shabbos Nachamu? What's the consolation? Where is the happiness? What's going to be different in the world this coming Shabbos? than last Shabbos. Last Shabbos was Shabbos Chazon. This Shabbos is Shabbos Nachamu. Last week was a Shabbos uh, vision of destruction, of desolation. This is a Shabbos of Nachama. Sunday I was mourning, Sunday night I'm euphoric. Why all the change? How do you explain the change? How do you explain the emotional shift when in reality no, that nothing really has changed in our world? And perhaps the answer to this is found in the very meaning of the word Nechama. We often translate Nechama as consolation, which is a correct meaning. But amazingly enough, the first time the word Nechama is used in the Torah is all the way in the beginning, or I should say in the end of the first parasha, in the end of Parashas Bereshis, where after Hashem creates Adam, and unfortunately again it doesn't take long for man to experience a downward spiral. And the Pasek says this is in chapter 6, verse 6, Vav Vav in Hashem. Ki assa es ha-adam literally vayinochim. What we'll translate that word in just a moment. God, was, God was because He created man. He was very sad. And Rashi says, what does that mean? So Rashi says over here, nechama shebera He had remorse. It's amazing enough, it sounds like remorse. But the truth is, when you delve a little bit deeper into Rashi, what it really means is. A change of heart. That there are God Kiv experienced a change of heart. When he created man, he was so excited. When he created man, he looked at man as a being filled with such promise and potential. God had a change of heart. I'm not so proud of man. I'm not so happy with man. I thought he was going to accomplish great things, and unfortunately, the only thing he's done is exhibited a proficiency in sin. And so perhaps. The word Nechama doesn't really translate as consolation. The word of the word Nechama really better translates as a shift in thinking. A shift in mindset. A shift in outlook. The Rehbono Shel Olam's mindset, outlook, vision, changed vis-à-vis man at the end of the Parashas Barashas. And that's Shabbos Nachamu. And that's the euphoric feeling of Tisha We see, when we mourn on Tisha B'av, we mourn Because we're overwhelmed by the sadness, we're overwhelmed by the tragedy, by the death, by the loss, and when you feel yourself enveloped by all of those layers of loss, it's almost as if you feel there's no more light in the world. There's no more good in the world. There's no more blessing in the world. How many stories of tragedy do I have to read? How many different tragic accounts and tragic episodes do I have to relive? And this is how we spend our Tisha And you spend enough time mourning, you begin to feel that the world is all darkness, that the world, there is no light. And then something amazing happens. We get up at midday and we begin to regain our disposition. We begin to regain our proper vision, and we realize something amazing. We've suffered a lot. We've suffered as a nation. Many of us have suffered as individuals, but we are not down and out. We're not done. Our story is not over. As a people, there are not only chapters to be written for Cloud Israel. There are books. There are series to be written for Cloud Israel. And as individuals, even if I've encountered adversity and difficulty, I'm not done, it's not the end of my story. It's not the end of my road. I have more to write, I have more to do, I have more to accomplish, I have more to be. And that's the euphoric feeling of Matzei Tisha it was a grueling day, a heartbreaking day, an overwhelming day, a day in which at times I felt like I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I can't even see the end of the tunnel. I can't see anything except the darkness, the death, the despair that is all around me. And then I get up and then I dab in Meirith and then I say Kiddush Levana and then I'm going to go home and eat and I say, wow, it's not the end. There's so much more to be written. There's so much more to be done. There's so much more to be accomplished. And that's the euphoric Simcha. That's the euphoric happiness. My story is not over. It's just beginning. And this is Shabbos Nachamu. Shabbos Nachamu doesn't simply mean a Shabbos of consolation. It means a Shabbos where we shift our thinking. We shift our mindset. We can't ignore the traumas and the tragedies of the past but I could put them in perspective. They don't define the totality of who we are as a people. They do not mark the end of dynamic growth as a people. There is more to do. There is more to accomplish. And as soon as I know that I lick my wounds, I bandage my wounds and I move forward. That's Nechama, a change of perspective. I will not be sidelined by the difficulties, the tragedies and the adversity of life. I will move forward. And that is true as an individual as well. I come to Shabbos Nachamu and although maybe I've been through a lot, maybe I've had my struggles, I've had my ups and downs, I've had my successes but maybe I even have had more failures. Those failures cannot sideline me. Those failures will not sideline me. I have more to do. I have more to accomplish. I have more to be. That's the Simcha of Matzai That's the Simcha of these days and that is the Simcha ultimately of Shabbos Nachamu. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.